Welcome to the Restored and Remarried podcast with Gil and Brenda Stewart. Gil and Brenda are internationally known marriage experts who specialize in remarriage and the step family. The Stewarts offer valuable principles that can improve your relationship satisfaction with the love of your life. Here they are, coach and counselors, authors and speakers, Gil and Brenda Stewart. Hey, Brenda and Gil here. We have a fun announcement to make coming up. Uh, if you live in the Portland, Oregon area, you're going to want to hear this. Or I guess even if you're not, you can jump on a plane yeah, and join us. Yeah, get on a plane. Us. Come join us because we're going to have some fun sometime in July. What day? July Saturday, 7th? July 7th, we are going to be at what's called the Tiki Meetup. And our producer, Project Mike, is putting this event together at the Tiki Family Fun Center. Fun Center. So July yeah. 7th, 12 to 3 p.m. It's actually located in the Gresham, Oregon area. Yeah. And so all kinds of fun. Miniature golf. Uh, you said something about axe throwing. Axe throwing. Yeah. You got to see it to believe it. There's, so. Uh, there's a cafe. There's a play structure. There's an arcade. Axe throwing. There's all kinds of stuff for the kids to do. And this is throwing a Throwing axes for the kids. Good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not very good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this is a chance you can come and meet uh, meet us if you haven't met us. There's going to be other podcasters there. YouTubers. YouTubers. Did you know we have a YouTube channel? We do. We do. Yeah, so, we put stuff on there once in a while. Yeah. Anyway, check out. Uh, we're going to be promoting it on the R&R Facebook page and also the Project Mike, which is M-Y-C. How clever. Page. How Project clever. Mike. Project Mike. Tiki Family Fun Center. Join us July 7th from 12 to 3. See you later. Hey, everybody. Happy 4th of July to you. We are here celebrating the nation's 200 and something another birthday. I'm not sure how far along we are. I should know that fact. You should. Probably about like 230 or something like that. So are we giving tips, tools, and tingles today? I think we're just giving tingles and sparkly laughter laughter some fun yeah, yeah just some basic stuff about the fourth of july and corresponding silly stories from our family days i think one of the things that was interesting to me brenda was uh we looked up some facts about uh sparklers you know those cute little things that you yeah. hand to your three-year-old well we found out that actually one sparkler can actually get to the temperature 15 times the point of boiling water. <laughs> and so, we give it to little Johnny. And we Johnny give it to little Johnny. Have a fun time. <laughs> then we found that if you actually put three of those sparklers together, yeah. kind of bond them together so they all burn simultaneously, yeah, yeah. it actually is at the temperature of a blowtorch. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, I wonder if that'll change anybody's behavior. Uh, probably not. Tomorrow. Yeah, let's put that in your pocket, Johnny, and see what happens. You can run around the parking lot and maybe burn off your hiney. You have a sparkler story. Well, I do. Uh, my oldest son, this was, oh gosh, when he would have been probably 12. Okay. Maybe, maybe 14. Anyhow, uh, he had gone and we got some boxes of sparklers. And there's about 10, 10 sparklers in a box, something okay. like that. Right. And he got them all out. Taped them all together with duct tape, lifted up one, and disappeared. Uh, oh, where's he going with all that? And so about a half an hour, he came back, and I had heard a big boom. Oh, no. And I went, oh, wow. The, the, we're off to the fire, fireworks or off to the, off to the races. But after the big boom, I happened to see him running around the corner coming home. I went, oh, whatever. And about 
five, ten minutes later, this irate neighbor <gasps> comes around and goes, your son just lit off a bomb. And I was like, what? Well, what I didn't know was is that this son, whose name shall rename remain nameless had created a sparkler bomb <gasps> and so what happens is is that you light off one sparkler it burns down and lights off all the other sparklers that you have bound together simultaneously and they explode okay we're not giving anybody any ideas of what to do are we here <laughs> uh, this is what not to do this is what not to do. Yeah, because the neighbor was really upset and uh, okay, let's change the story. Okay. Did you know that Ben Franklin proposed to have the turkey as our national bird? Ben Franklin? Yeah, and John Adams and Thomas Jefferson recommended the bald eagle instead. So we could have had a bunch of turkeys Turkeys, instead of eagles as our national bird. That's kind of interesting. I remember for several years um, I would drive. Okay, here's I'm a boy, a boy, a mom of three boys. Yeah, you're a boy mom. I'm a boy mom. So we would load all the neighborhood boys in the car and head about an hour and a half north From where to, we, uh-huh. to where, where we live to a um, Native American reservation where they sold all kinds of illegal fireworks. All kinds of fireworks. <laughs> so I was the cool mom, but it was cool to see. Yeah, come back and burn the neighborhood down. It was yeah. cool to see these boys have their money they saved up, run from booth to booth and get all this really cool stuff. So <laughs> – Behind that, there was this little neighborhood fireworks fight. Oh, my gosh. That was crazy, wasn't it? Well, I participated in one or two of them (laughs) and thought, this is crazy. But tell me about that. There were bottle rocket wars. And these were like grown men. (laughs) Light across the street from each other, you know, trying yeah. to hit each other with these bottle rockets. Oh, say can you see oh, by the star-spangled yeah. banners <laughs> and the bottle rockets aimed at one another's holes. Did, did you good. get hurt by that? Were there any scars? Uh, well, I do remember that when I did arrive on the scene and uh, observed my stepsons having bottle rocket fights, Yeah, that one of the bottle rockets went straight into the uh, shrubbery, into kind of a hedge, and caught on fire. Oh. You didn't yeah. hear about that. I don't think I, I think I missed that one. <laughs> yeah, that I'm was really I'm glad I cool. didn't know about yeah, that. Fourth of July, it hasn't rained for days, and we're shooting fireworks at each other at one another's homes. Great idea. Isn't that what everybody does? Yeah. Happy Fourth of July, and oh, we'll call the fire department right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about this stat? 150 million hot dogs and 700 million pounds of chicken will be barbecued on 4th of July. That's that's a pretty that's, that's a pretty a big lot feast. Of meat. Yeah, that's a lot. Are we a, got the a, meat. Are you a hot dog person or a chicken person? I'd like to have one of each. Oh. Okay. It's a chicken dog. <laughs> All right. So what else Moving you got? Moving right along, right along. So um, I can't read that, Brenda. What is that? Explain Your to friend Daryl. Oh, my friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Friend, my friend Daryl. Well, this this was years ago. A good friend of mine is actually a licensed pyrotech. Mm. And he had been here in the Vancouver area for years. Vancouver, Washington. Uh-huh. Yeah, we don't want to say too much. But no. anyhow... Um, This was the days before there was actually all the electronic gadgetry that would light off the fireworks. Mm -hmm. And so they had this stuff called quick 
light flash, flash lightning type stuff. Hmm. And so they would run it to the actual fire mortars that would go up hundreds of feet in the sky wow. that were, were lodged in steel casings so that they wouldn't hurt anybody because these were big bubbas. These were professional pyros. Yeah. And so anyhow, uh, my friend had some leftover lightning flash and he wanted to show my kids how it worked. And so he hooked it up to kind of like a uh, Roman candle, piccolo peat combination thing, which actually would shoot, you know, red fiery balls up in the sky. Up in the sky. Up about a hundred feet. Wow! Not pretty cool. So, how, how far does a normal firework go? Well, I mean, the really big ones. No, like the normal oh, little ones. Maybe a hundred to hundred and you know, you know, the mortars a hundred feet in the sky wow. easily. So anyhow, he set this up to a mortar with the lightning flash. Okay. And the lightning flash, I mean, literally, it just you know, quick, quick. So the lightning flash, he lit it. It went off to the mortar, knocked the mortar over, <gasps> and the mortar went off and directly went in my front door. <gasps> yeah. Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> so what happened to your house? Uh, well, no fire, okay. but we all scrambled really quick and got something to put it out with. It was pretty wild. And th- were you laughing in the moment or uh, now you're moment, laughing? In the moment, I was like, you are crazy, dude. <laughs> well, anyhow... You know, back to to my friend Daryl. Um, years went by, and he was still involved with the uh, the Fort Vancouver um, fireworks. And wasn't that like the biggest show? West well, of yeah, the Fort Vancouver. Fort Vancouver was known as probably you know, who knows, but at one point in time, the largest fireworks display west of the Mississippi. So a lot of the fireworks were loaded onto either huge sand dunes or later off of a barge that was covered with sand, and that's where they would set up the uh, the the casings to be able to shoot it off. Well, anyhow, one year I got invited to go down to actually load the show. Wow. And literally, this took days to set up because they would set in the casings. They would put in the, the actual big balls of fireworks. I mean, these were the size of probably beach balls wow. with black powder at the bottom of them. So anyhow, days would go by and, and I got to set them up. Well, I was a rookie. And I didn't realize that I was getting a pretty big privilege by helping set up and load the biggest fireworks of the show. Mm -hmm. And several of the guys said, well, how did you get the right? And I said, well, uh, my friend Daryl over here. I know people. Oh, enough said. So one of the guys said, well, since this is the first time you've done it, that little cord that you're hanging on to, wrap that around your hand a couple times. Because if you drop that, we're all dead. (gasps) And I went, What? Well, I have the thing in my hand. He goes, yeah, that black powder at the bottom, which looked like a big molar thing on the bottom of this beach bowl. Mm -hmm. He says, yeah, that's enough black powder to basically blow up your car. (gasps) Wow. So I did it. And I was in charge. Yeah. I was like, thanks, Daryl. You're trying to kill me again. You know, not only burn my house, but blow me up. But yeah, it was pretty cool because we got to ride the barge down to where they moored it and then got to shoot the show off uh, on the 4th of July. And uh, at that point in time, it was all electronically done. Mm -hmm. So I actually got to stand along the shore where the the, the barge was moored and we were all required to wear uh, helmets and uh, you know a heavy jacket, even though it's the middle of July. And I says, "What's with that?" He goes, "Well, one year 
the whole show went off simultaneously. So there was a <gasps> malfunction. Oh. And even though there were fireworks going in the sky, only 50% were going up in the sky. The other 50% were going horizontal straight at us. <gasps> so they all literally had to duck for t- right, cover right. to not get shot with those professional-sized bottle rockets. Wow. So that goes that story. Wow, that's your claim to fame. Uh, that's living on the to, edge. That's my claim to survival. <laughs> that's right. And Daryl, God bless him, still messes around fireworks. So anyway. <laughs> so we would love to hear what you guys do for the 4th of July. And um, yeah, I mean, this is a celebration and birthday of our country. I mean, mm-hmm. I, we're so yeah. thankful to be here and love our country. And Thanks and, to the veterans oh who make it gosh, so. Oh my gosh, you just took the words out of my mouth. All the... Yeah. Yeah. Fireworks have been being fireworks have been being shot off since about 1777. Mm-hmm. So thanks again to our veterans for making that possible. Uh, we, all we, of our we military men enough. and women. Yeah, we can't yeah. thank you enough. And for the Fourth of July too, all the first responders that are working that day. I mean, in the craziness. <laughs> Especially I mean, the firefighters. Oh, ay, ay, ay. First responders, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I have a love hate with fireworks because I it sounds like a war zone to me. So I'm not. You know, we live up in the hills now here, and when we hear fireworks, it's like, okay, is there fire going to break out? Or <laughs> So it's not my best friend, but it's a way to celebrate, right? Okay, so on that tune, we'll have to say, happy 4th of July, yeah. Yankee Doodle Dandy, which actually was a, a drinking song by the British soldiers. Okay, happy 4th of July, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Gil and Brenda Stewart with the Restored and Remarried Podcast. If you enjoyed today's time together, share it with a friend. And be sure to sign up for Gil and Brenda's free newsletter, subscribe to upcoming podcasts, and learn where they're speaking. It's all on the website, restoredandremarried.com. Connect on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and hashtag restoredandremarried. Plus, they offer one-on-one couples coaching with amazing results. Join the Stewarts next time as they provide more tips, tools, and tingles for your relationship. Remember, if you ain't got the marriage, you ain't got nothing.